Welcome to the Real Estate Mindset Podcast, hosted by Eric Nelson and brought to you by Wild Oak Capital. Eric is a real estate investor, business owner, and performance coach. Throughout this series, Eric explores the mindset behind why certain investors are so successful and how we can learn from their achievements and failures. Eric asks the tough questions around the habits, discipline, mindset, and more required to achieve the most ambitious goals. Thank you for being here and enjoy the show. Welcome back. Welcome to Real Estate Mindset. This is your host, Eric Nelson. And today's show, I have a colleague, kind of, I mean, I don't know what to call him. He's like a friend. Um, we were in a mastermind together. Great guy. Uh, and his story is super inspirational. He was like a pool contractor, kind of grew up in the trades, and then he sort of realized that's not what he wanted to do, right? So he hired a coach and moved on to real estate. And in the process, he found residential real estate as well to be an agent. And he's just done super well. So to go from basically quote unquote, kind of a pool contractor to being a realtor. And now he's doing syndications with his teammates. It's kind of a cool story. And so uh, it's inspirational for sure. So without further ado, I'll bring in Chad Erickson. All right, Chad Erickson, this is awesome, man. Uh, we've had some connections for sure, uh, but this would be cool for us to like have really pointed talk here. So appreciate you being here. It's my pleasure to have you on. So thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me on. I love the show. Super stoked to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So we met in a mastermind. Uh, we had a similar coach and we probably still have a similar coach. I, I still have him, but we've kind of known each other off and on and like kind of followed each other's paths a little bit. And I've been like, I've been personally inspired by, by yours. So if you're okay with it, like maybe give us like a five minute overlook of like your path and what led you to where you are now. And then we'll kind of dive into that if you're, if you're okay. All right, cool. Yeah. I've never ran through before from start to now. So I'll do my best. So started, I grew up in the pool construction industry. So my dad owned a construction company and I grew up working for all the subcontractors. So I kind of learned the trades from excavation to filling the pool basically. And um, learned that business really well. Got into 2007 and we were super busy, you know, bought my first house and actually decided to renovate the house. So it was more of a duplex. So I, this was before I knew what house hacking was, but I ended up house hacking that house and rented it out. Got into 2008, you know, and got into the recession and here in Florida, everything went kind of crazy. So the construction industry kind of dropped. We lost a ton of work and that company ended up going under and I ended up going and working for another commercial pool builder in North Florida and uh, realized in that, that little amount of time that having that, that renter in the, in the house is what kind of got me through without losing that house. So that kind of sparked my interest into real estate right there. But anyways, made it through a couple years, actually building pools like apartment complexes tie and steel and do an excavation and uh, then started a pool uh, construction company. So became a pool contractor, started building pools, uh, owned and operated that company for about 10 years. And also in the meantime, living in this same house, then in about 2017, we sold that house, bought our new house. And that's what, about that time, like 
2019 is when I started getting really interested in multifamily and started learning multifamily and got connected with Jens. And that was when I kind of decided I wanted to really move into a business that I could kind of scale because I kind of learned and noticed in the pool industry, like there was kind of not much room to scale and it wasn't really a lifestyle I wanted. So I wanted to kind of move into a new career path. So that year too, we ended up deciding like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to purchase something. So ended up meeting my partner in 2019. His name's Domel. I think you know Domel. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And we ended up doing a refi in our house. So we had some liquid. And then in 2020, we finally found a property. Domel found it and uh, it was a little 11 unit. We purchased that property off market. He found a direct to seller and that was a JV. So it was me, Domel and our other partner, Myron. And we um, went through completely renovated all the units and we ended up holding it for about 17 months and sold it. And it was a great you know, investment. So we just kind of moved on from there. And now this year we've We've purchased quite a few more deals since then. So this year we've, I think we've closed five, five deals this year. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and then Chad, remind me, like you're also a residential agent as well, right? Oh yeah. I forgot about that part. So in, uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure you do that too. But <laughs> yeah, I skipped that part. So in 2020, that was the other thing. Decided to just get my real estate license and, you know, Jens always says, you know, opportunity, what is it? Um, you know, it, so anyway, just getting prepared in real estate and then an opportunity came up to become an agent. So I kind of jumped at the opportunity. Plus, I saw what the market was doing in 2020 and became an agent. At first, it was just going to be kind of part time. But once I started getting really busy, I was like, you know, I'm just going to go all in on this. So I ended up leaving the pool company altogether, went all in in real estate as an agent. And since then, it's just been, it's been crazy the past couple of years. I mean, it was, it was probably one of the great, I mean, it was scary. It was definitely uncomfortable to do that, but it was a huge, you know, it was a great decision because uh, that's kind of what set me off in a, in a great trajectory from there. Cause I mean, we've, I don't know, I've closed, I think a hundred sales since then in, in about two years. And uh, it was like 50. 50 million in sales. So yeah, it's been, it's been a very busy couple of years. All right. A couple of things. So again, so we talk about Jens, we're talking about Jens Nielsen, who's our, who's our coach. And I talk about him a lot on this show, just because I believe in coaching so much, but that's really where we met. We had, we had like a mutual coach, right. But he also ran this, this like mastermind where we get together once every two weeks or something and kind of all like, you know, mastermind, right. Which if you're not, if you're listening, you're not familiar, basically just like pitch ideas and help each other answer questions, that type of stuff. It's pretty powerful. But so to watch Chad, like when we first met was around 2019 on these masterminds and like, you kind of get to know each other a little bit, sometimes well, sometimes not well, but I remember watching this trajectory you were on. You were like, I'm just going to like basically quit this pool company and go all in. Cause I like, like it so much more and I can see the scalability and and like you look at other people's faces on Zoom and everyone's like, oh man, like scared for you almost, you know, but like, it's also a very like admirable thing, what you did, because I think lots of people want to do that and never do. And then you're just like this testament to, first of all, go after your, your passion. And then second of all, like, it's definitely doable, especially if you have the drive. Right. So I just want to commend you more than anything. It was just like, it was really cool to watch. 
And then now like fast forwarding a little bit. So yeah, I know Domel and they came to our event in Denver and so I got to know them a little bit more as well. And you guys are an awesome team. So super cool to watch you guys put these deals together and, and make it happen. So let's fast forward to right now. Like maybe t- talk about some lessons you've learned in that process. Let's say you had to do everything all over again. Are there some things that you would change? Or are you glad you just like went for it or would you have, I don't know, done it differently, I guess? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think it's gone pretty well. I guess I'd be pretty lucky. You know, like jumping straight into real estate sales, I wasn't expecting to do that. It kind of just happened, you know, because I was just kind of, I, I knew I wanted to be in real estate. And then once I got into it and I saw the possibilities and then that's when I just kind of knew that it was time to just go all in. Plus the timing was there and I just, you know, I just wanted to do it. As far as lessons learned or if I could have done anything different, I don't really know, you know, because like, like I said, I kind of just went all in on it. So I would just recommend like, well, that's the other thing is like, whenever I kind of do something like this, I, I tend to get kind of obsessed with it. So whether it's building pools or selling properties or, you know, kind of customer service, I, I get super obsessed. So sometimes I get a little bit too obsessed. So maybe that was the only thing that can be the only <laughs> negative. It can kind of take away a lot of time because you do have to, uh, I did have to make some sacrifice for sure because it did take up a lot of time, but uh, but it's all worked out. Yeah, it's interesting you say that though. And I, I think like I've posted this a handful of times. In fact, I had like a podcast that I, I called this. It was like, it takes hard work is like a, like a saying I say, because I think people think like real estate syndication or even real estate sales for that matter is like easy and I just don't agree at all. I think the people who are successful tend to put in the effort and the work. And what comes with that is sacrifice. So like, I love your honesty there is even if you weren't say like obsessive about customer service or whatever it is, I think that you just have to be honest. It's like, it's going to take some sacrifice to get to where you want to be. So I, you know, I don't think it's necessarily anything other than to say that's not abnormal or unusual from my perspective is like, if you got that success, it's because you put in the effort. There might be some passion behind it, right? But like, it's still going to take the effort from you. And so cautionary thing is people listening is like, this business, like any other, takes a ton of effort if you're going to be successful at it. So to watch you guys do that, it's been really cool. So talk about a few deals. So what deals have you guys done this year? What size do you like? And then where are you guys headed next? Yeah. So we've been kind of focusing on on our tertiary markets. We closed a 20 unit in a market outside of Orlando and Florida this year and a 56 unit in a market in South Georgia, which also has 52 storage units and a 40 unit in Georgia outside of Atlanta and then another 32 unit and a uh, 14 unit, which is a JV this year. Nice. It's interesting because we we also have done like what, what some people call smaller deals, right? I mean, I don't want to make them smaller, make them not hard because they're all these deals are hard. Yeah. But there's lots of people out there who are like hundred plus that's it only. And we've had some success in that call it 30 to 80 range as well. So it's cool to see that. Are you are you guys glad you're getting those size? Are there like some struggles with those? Um we've had success with them plus one market that we really have had a lot of success with the uh where we purchased our 56 unit. We ended up buying t- the other two properties, which are like within eight minutes of that one property. And we have on-site management there and we have a construction crew there on site. So we're able to kind of leverage that one property to manage the other two. 
So it's kind of worked out nicely in that little market there, being able to kind of scale on the smaller properties. But yeah, they've, they've gone really well so far. Awesome. So next question would be like, with your exit, do you, like, do you miss the pool stuff? Like, are you ever look back and be like, ah, man, I'm like bummed you left. I mean, do you, you get what I'm asking? Like, is there any regrets around the exit there? Not really. You know, I, I mean, I still have my license. I'm still a licensed pool contractor in Florida. So I mean, I could always go back if I wanted to, but I don't really miss it too much. I, I much rather prefer being in uh, real estate now helping people purchase, you know, homes or investment properties here in central Florida, and then also purchasing our own investment properties as well. That's much rather prefer that over, uh, you know, digging, digging pools. <laughs> yeah. Plus you can always build your own pool one day. That's like really sweet. <laughs> yeah. Ev- hopefully eventually. <laughs> oh man. All right. So then where are you going next? Like what's your trajectory? Like, you know, this being recorded December, so it's kind of easy to talk about goals, but like, what do you guys thinking next year, if you're willing to share? Yeah. So obviously I'm super focused on, on sales with real estate and, and my clients here in central Florida. And then as far as multifamily, uh, our biggest goal is to be as successful as possible with our business plans and stabilizations on our properties that we purchased this year. And I'd say after that, then we'd be focused on finding some more properties. There are some properties that, you know, Domel and, and I have been looking at, but, um, I think we're more focused on just making sure our properties are as well run as best as possible. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, so if I'm an investor and I'm listening to this, like that's what I'd want to hear too. It's like, so, I mean, not to steal what you said, but we really focus on that portion of the business as well. So this is just my opinion, but I think like a lot of books, a lot of podcasts, a lot of like education teaches you basically how to like purchase the deal, like everything up to that, right? Like, and I was talking with the ends actually yesterday because we we put on that event. And so we're we're talking about March or April event. And so we're kind of like in the pre-planning stages. And and we were just talking offline a little bit about like nobody ever talks about asset management, which is which is unfair. But also even beyond that, no one talks about like how to run a business. Like there's lots of people who are coming from a W-2 world and they jump into the syndication thing and maybe have some success, and then all of a sudden, like you're a business owner. <laughs> And you need, like, you kind of need some education around that as well. And so, like, basically, what I'm saying is, I saw that pinch point coming, I guess. You know, luckily, I had a little bit of like leg up because I had run a business. Sounds like you had as well. But one of our like core values basically is like, let's run this. It's not, that's not right. Not a core value, but basically, one of our like beliefs and like what we do really well, I think is run the property as well. I know that about you guys as well. Like it's not buy it and then, oh crap, now what? You know, like you guys renovate these things and do a good job. And so that's cool that you say you're focused because most people again are like, I want to buy a thousand more units. But for to hear you say, we want to run these properties really well and stabilize them really well is really cool. So again, kind of kudos to you guys. I appreciate that. You do. <laughs> kind of a long, uh, kind of a, a long rant for me to tell you that you guys are do, doing a good job, but it's, it's also true. The education space, I think lacks a little bit there. Like, so if you're listening, like go ahead and continue the education past what you read in a book, you know, like get some business education as well. Cause that's what ends up happening. Like you own a handful of businesses, which is these properties. So exactly. Well, cool. So what have you like, what have you learned in, in selling uh, residential real estate or maybe like, what are some, 
maybe a better way to say it, like what's a hurdle in jumping into that space, not having been a realtor and you've had like a ton of success in it, by the way, like congratulations. So what are some hurdles that people can expect in becoming a realtor? Yeah. So there's, man, it's, it's tough. Like I said, I feel like every day I'm learning something new. And I feel like in the past two years, it's been like 10 years worth of experience because it's been such a crazy market the past couple of years. As far as hurdles, it's, it's, I would just say to try to, if you're like a new agent trying to get into the business, obviously try to get as much education as you can and try to go with a good brokerage that'd be willing to work with you and answer your questions because you're going to have questions, a lot of questions like I did. And um, you probably need to call your broker constantly and ask them what to do in certain situations. <laughs> So that, that was, I would just be ready for a lot of learning, a lot of learning experiences. Definitely. Love it. Okay, cool. So Chad, we're going to jump to like the second part of the show here and I'll just fire a bunch of questions at you. And then we'll obviously it'll create some conversation, but like, uh, what is, what are some books that you're reading or what books can you recommend? Okay. Yeah, actually right now I am, I've, since I'm two years in, I'm studying for my broker's license. So I'm right now I'm just studying the bro. That's all I'm reading right now is trying to get my, you know, get ready for the broker's exam. But book that pops in my head is the slight edge, which actually Jens recommended and sent over. And that one was huge because it's just something so simple as, you know, just little things every day just to make huge moves over a certain period. That one, that one was pretty, uh, that one resonated pretty heavily with me, I would say. Um, I've actually never, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the one thing, obviously that's one that someone mentions all the, and people mention that all the time. What were you saying about the slight edge? No, like, uh, I've never read that actually. I've heard that recommendation a handful of times on the show, but I haven't read it yet, but it's kind of like reminds me conceptually of atomic habits It's like small changes daily can lead to like monster results later. I think there are different concepts in general. And then, yeah, the one thing's like, it's incredible, man. And actually not that many people have mentioned it early on for some reason, like, episodes one through 30, we heard that a lot, but it's been a while. So (laughs) (laughs) it's a good refresher. Yeah. That's a, that's a great book. It's a really, really good book. It's in fact, like I have a group, I was just talking about that on the pre-show with you, like a group of people I meet with and we, we constantly say, what's the next most important step you can do, you know? And uh, similar to the one thing, like what's the one thing I can focus on today more or less. So yeah, great recommendations. All right. So um, what does your morning routine look like, Jen? Okay. Yeah. So the morning routine lately has been kind of tough. We have a four month old. So, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so, so some nights we get some decent sleep. Some nights we don't, but I try to at least three days a week. I try to, I, I have to wake up super early to, to train in the morning because the rest of the day is, is full. So there's no time for it. So I'll go to the gym. We have an awesome CrossFit gym here in New Smyrna Beach. I'll go at five o'clock in the morning and knock it out and then go home, take a shower and then wake up our daughter, take her to school and then uh, go into the office. So that's basically my morning routine on the mornings when I can get up. <laughs> Man, I think like anyone who can have any kind of kind of a morning routine with kids from zero to six months old, like kudos to you. That's a whole separate realm of challenging. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So my kids are growing up a little bit now. They're five and three. And, and even now, like there's chaos in the mornings, but I've, I spend a lot of effort to get up before them and whatever that looks like. Right. I have to have some time before it's <laughs> the chaos ensues, but yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, sleep deprivation is a real thing. And with newborns, that's, 
super challenging. So even if you can get there occasionally, good for you. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh, cool. So I know, you know, I know that we have had a shared coach, but uh, I always ask the question, like, if you're paying a coach, which I know you have, did you find the value? Was it worth it? And would, you know, would you do it again? I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I still, you know, I'm still coaching with Jens and started with him in 2019. And, you know, it's crazy. I, I don't know if I'd be in this office right now, you know, if it wasn't for him pushing me and holding me accountable. So like, yeah, I think it's huge. I think having a coach to talk to every couple of weeks and kind of reflect on everything and, and push you and, you know, answer your questions and things like that, not only with switching careers, but also multifamily. Yeah. I think it's huge. I think, I think it's nece- uh, necessary. Like everyone needs one. <laughs> you need someone. I agree. I mean, I think, and I've said this, I mean, I think this will be episode like 96. So we're coming up on hundred here. I've said this so many times, but it's still so true. Like, and I, you know, he uses, I have like a testimony I've written for him and I see it occasionally pop up like the testimony I gave for him. And I meant every word, like, I think my life has been dramatically altered by hiring a coach. Cause like what I was thinking I wanted or the thing I thought I was going for was shifted again and again and again. And I know that's probably the case for you, right? Like exactly. but just to have someone to help you think bigger or even just like hear your thoughts or like challenge you or whatever, like it's incredibly valuable. So I've asked that question and I don't know that I've heard much different than, yeah, it's definitely valuable, <laughs> but uh, you and I have both experienced it. So that's cool. All right. So Chad, what's a, what's a mindset tip maybe that you can provide for the audience? Oh, a mindset tip. So Man, so I mentioned that being obsessed earlier, and I don't know if this would be a mindset tip, but I think if there's something, you kind of have to be passionate about something and, and also kind of obsessed in a healthy way. So I don't want to recommend people to be obsessed with things, but in, in a way to to reach a high level, I think you kind of, I think you kind of have to. So for me, that's been huge. And, and like I said, I've had to sacrifice a lot to to do that, but that's been, I think that's been a, that's been kind of huge for me, switching careers and, and getting into multifamily and, and everything that we're doing. Yeah. So one thing I work on is like, I talk about motivation and like motivation in itself cannot be relied upon. So you maybe have heard this before too, but like you, you can't come totally from motivation. It has to come from basically habits and that creates like this kind of innate change in you. Right. And so the motivation I would encourage people like from what you're describing can lead to really good habit building, like the slight edge thing, which I haven't read again, but like that conceptually, and then that will lead to, you know, basically the way that you go about your next goal. Right. So like from you, you say like, you kind of become obsessive. My guess is without really knowing you that well is you probably put some things in place that like, helped you even when motivation wasn't the highest, but you were still driven towards the goal, right? Like, so that's a really good tip. I I think that's super awesome is like, you don't necessarily have to be obsessive or crazy, (laughs) but if you're going for something, you know, determination might be a better word than like motivation. Cause it's just, it, it will come and go basically for things. So that's an awesome tip. I don't know. I don't know how else to like add to that other than to say like, it's cool to watch people see, have that determination and just continue to drive forward. Okay, cool. So this next part is sort of two part, but I always ask the question first, what is your definition of success? 
Okay. Yeah. I, I knew this question was coming and uh, it's a tricky one, right? So, yeah, well, yeah, kind of, I think so. I mean, yeah. just because there's so many answers, you know? Yeah, I know you can go a lot of ways with it. And I feel like it can change too. Like it, it can change constantly. So, so I think like what kind of comes into, into my head is in one way to kind of, so I guess for to be successful or how to define that would be like, if you were to get to the end of your life and look back and, and feel like you gave it all you had, or, or you reach your full potential and you're able to leave the world a better place and take care of your family and, and help other people and just basically reach your full potential. I think that would probably be the best way I could kind of describe it. Yeah. I think. No, that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's why I love this question is because everyone has their own definition. Right. And so mm-hmm. like there might be similarities in what you hear, but that's the, that's kind of a, the reason I asked is so people out there listening can like, think about it, right? Like what, it, what is success to you? Because you might, you might find that what you're doing isn't leading towards that end goal at all. Right. So mm-hmm. like, if you have that in mind, that's, that's incredible. And also probably again, provide some motivation and determination behind what you're doing. So that's cool. So yeah. Then the second part is why do you think you have found some success and other people's perhaps fallen short? So I think back to like the, the, the determination, I definitely, it was tough getting started in real estate. Obviously it took a while. It didn't happen overnight, but then I feel like as you start getting momentum and you start learning and, and catching habits, you start to, to really take off. So, um, so, yeah, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> no, basically the, like why, why you have found success. And it sounds like you're kind of headed down that determination path. Yeah, exactly. So like I yeah, just being determined, I guess, is what's gotten me to, to where I am. Yeah. I love it. I like one common thread in answers in that question is somewhere around that like determination or grit or drive or whatever. Right. And so again, like coming back to what I said earlier, like I always like to say it takes a lot of work. Like you're not going to, no one's going to hand this to you. You know, you can go out and you can spend $40,000 on a program, right? Like a, like a program to learn multifamily. They're out there. They're all over the place, mm-hmm. but, but they're not, they're not handing you the thing. And that's, that's what I think is like, I'd be interested to know the data and like the people who pay for those programs that find success, because I do think that there's unfortunately a small portion of people who are paying for that to avoid the work mm-hmm. rather than to grab the education. And so that common thread back to what we've heard is like determination and grit and drive. And, you know, that really is as important as the education piece. Right. And so uh, it's kind of a good lesson, like kind of good things to hear. So around Chad, well, that's pretty much it, man. That's what I had for you. This is cool. I mean, I, I think you're again, like, I love your story. I love like hearing how you went and like knowing you and sort of watching this, you're a pool contractor. That's kind of how you that's what you, that was your profession, right? To, I want to do syndication or something else to, wow, I think I could actually be good at this like residential real estate thing or whatever, you know, whatever real estate you sell. And then to watch that success. And I love your branding, by the way. Like, I think your branding is incredible. So I don't know who does it, if that's all you, but whatever's going on there is, is awesome. So just oh, parts of you. things I've like watched your success, at, you know, from the sidelines, just in a mastermind with you. It's been cool. And so people can hear this and say, I do whatever it is they do. I'm a school teacher. They can absolutely be incredibly successful in real estate just, just by listening to this and like kind of following your path. So really cool. It's good to know you. And it's really kind of cool to like have this time with you. So thanks for being here, Chen. 
And thanks for having me, Eric. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, Jed, last question. Where can people reach out to find you? Where can they find out more about what you're doing? Yeah, so uh, best place to find me would probably be on Instagram. So it'd be Erickson underscore Chad on Instagram. Or you can email me at chad at oneoceancapital.com. And that's uh, with just the number one and then spelled out oceancapital.com. Okay. Again, Chad, well, thanks for being here, man. I very much appreciate you, you being on. Thanks, Eric. Great show. Great show. Again, I think Chad's super inspirational. I mean, I said it on there. I think he's a great guy. I love his like honesty. I love how like he's just kind of a mellow, steady person. And he's the type of person that I would want to invest with, honestly, because he just seems like he's very motivated, very like thoughtful. And his story is inspiring. So to listen to what he's done and where he's gone, and I know he'll do big things, but just to have him on the show is, is quite the honor. So thanks for spending your time here. If you could give us a review or tell your friends about us, I absolutely appreciate it. So until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Mindset Podcast. If you've enjoyed the content today, please follow this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to head over to wildoakcapital.com for more information or to connect with Eric directly. Please take a moment to leave a review or tell a friend about what you've listened to today. We hope you'll tune in again soon.